0: All right, we have a special edition of Side Retired instead of our usual Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We are getting into the swing of the playoffs and we had four sweeps in the wild card, which means you've got a bonus episode of Side Retired, the MLB podcast coming your way. Hello and welcome to this wild edition of Side Retired, the MLB Podcast. It's the whole crew: Dylan Campione, Nico Fernandez, Henry Kalani, Matt Potter, and David Hopper joining you on today's Thursday edition of Side Retired, the MLB Podcast, discussing the four wild card series that came and went in a span of 48 hours. We've got the Twins advancing, we've got the Rangers advancing, the Phillies, and the Arizona Diamondbacks, which means Craig Council is officially a free agent and. Any team can now sign him to be their manager. We've also had some managers decide that they are not leaving. A.J. Hinch, Aaron Boone. But that is not the topic for today. Instead, we're talking about the four wild card series. And we've got our four analysts joining us today. Harry Kilman and James Taussig could not join us. But we've got our four great guys talking about each of the series. And we're going to pass things on to Matt Potter first, who hasn't been on the show in a while. He's been working on some behind-the-scenes stuff. But Matt, congrats on being a Mets fan that gets to watch the Braves face the Phillies again. Yeah, I'm sick. Uh, <laughs> this is this is just
1: kind of an absolute worst case scenario. I, I mean, it was better enough if the Marlins even made the playoffs, but then the Marlins make the playoffs, they lose to the Phillies. Now we got to watch Phillies Braves. I don't know what's worse. Um, you know Wheeler threw the ball decently well, well enough to get him to win. Nolan threw the ball well. Um, it is what it is.
0: Nico, I know you were excited to see your Miami Marlins make the playoffs and uh, didn't go too well. Yeah, it seems like this year, whatever team I end up rooting
2: for, ends up losing. So probably want the Astros to win the World Series now, just so they probably lose. So (laughs) my World Series pick may be just the two teams that I
0: don't want to see in the World Series. (laughs) Henry, are the Atlanta Braves a juggernaut, or can we see a repeat of the Phillies taking down the Braves in the NLDS?
3: I mean, the Braves are a juggernaut, but that doesn't mean that the Phillies don't have all the right things. Flowing. I feel like the Phillies are, and they obviously have one of the best home crowds in arguably sports, right? When the bank is going, it's one of the biggest home field advantages a team can have. So really, once you get down to game four, game five, really
0: anything can happen. And ESPN, credit to them, Flash, they sat on the broadcast that out of all the active ballparks in Major League Baseball, I think excluding Um, I think Minute Maid, or not Minute Maid, excluding uh, Minnesota Stadium because of the not large sample size, but Citizens Bank Ballpark has the highest winning percentage for the home team Phillies out of any ballparks in Major League Baseball. But David, I want to get your take on a celebration that happened after Game 1. Nick Castellanos went like this to the fan base and to the dugout, and, well, the internet went crazy thinking he was getting upset with the Marlins. Instead, he was using his ring finger because he said He wants the Phillies to get their ring. So is there any chance in your humble opinion, David, that Nicholas Castellanos does indeed get his ring with the Phillies this November?
4: Um, I, uh, I, I, I honestly think they'll fall a bit short. I mean, they can definitely give it a try. They surprised the world by making it last year, but, uh, I think there's just a couple better teams this year, so it's going to be all about if those better teams can prove that they are the better teams, like the Braves, the Dodgers. I mean, the Rays just proved that they were not one of them.
0: Mm -hmm. And we'll get Uh, them in a sec, yeah.
4: But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the Phillies right now prove that they can be a threat, but uh, are they enough to win the World Series? They have to prove a little more than that.
0: And then we will go around the horn here and we'll give our predictions just plain and simple. X team in how many games I will go in Phillies in four. I hate the Philadelphia Phillies. Potter did a good job of eloquently stating this. We hate the Braves. We hate the Phillies. If there was a way to get a tie or both teams eliminated, Mets fans would love for that to happen. But I think for the purpose of the podcast, I love having Sam Duchansky join us on episodes. So get the Phillies on a little bit more than the Braves and get Sam on for a post-NLDS recap. So Phillies in four. Instant bank Potter, you're up next. I'm
1: going Braves in five. I like the Braves are the Braves. They're they're one of the best teams in baseball. I think I think definitely better than the Phillies. So I got to give it to them, Nico.
2: I think the Phillies are built for October. I think they probably are the one team that I think has the biggest. Change from the regular season to the postseason. I think we've seen it. I don't know what Rob Thompson does. I don't know if he puts something in like the food, but they just seem to be better in October. Give me Phillies in five. I think it's going to be a grind, but I think at the end of the day, one of those guys in that lineup is going to show up in Game five. Henry, Braves and four.
4: David, I'm a, I'm going to agree with Henry. Braves and four.
0: Next series in the National League, Henry. I believe this is yours that you're going to talk about. That is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Facing off against the Arizona Diamondbacks who swiftly took care of the Milwaukee Brewers and Mark Cannon, my World Series prediction.
3: Yeah, I mean, this is sort of, if you were a Diamondbacks fan, this is how your dream scenario was, right? Because now game one, you have Merrill Kelly on the bump. Game two, you can have Zach Gallen on the bump. It really feels like if the Diamondbacks were to have a chance at beating the Dodgers, this would be the way that they would have to go about it. And obviously the big concern for the Diamondbacks coming into the postseason was their bullpen, right? They didn't they didn't know if their bullpen could hold up against higher quality hitting. And at least so far, their bullpen's been stellar. Ginkle has, I don't know if he's come out of nowhere, I haven't watched too many Diamondbacks games, but he's been an absolute dog. And while the Dodgers are the Dodgers, right, they've got, the three hundred million dollar contracts. They've got the guys who consistently perform: Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, even guys resur- and who are finding resurgences like Jason Hayward in a nice platoon spot. J.D. Martinez performing well. At the end of the day, they are they are presenting Lance Lynn as a significant part of their starting rotation for the series, right? So you don't really know what you're going to get with the Dodgers pitching right now. So I don't. I in my prediction, I've got an upset Arizona in five.
0: I think James Taustig is still hiding from the podcast because the Arizona Diamondbacks not only have made the playoffs, but they have won a series in the playoffs. And now they've got an interesting matchup with the Dodgers. We'll go around the horn again. I will say Dodgers in three. I don't think they have a chance. Unfortunately, I think Dodgers will steamroll as they usually do Nico.
2: I got to agree there. I think the Dodgers for some reason, I think because the Braves have been so good and the Phillies again, hard to play in citizens bank. I think they've really gone under the radar. For like the Dodgers, I think every year we kind of expect them to win the World Series and also expect them to fall flat because we expect them to win the World Series. I think they steamroll the Diamondbacks have to agree. I'll go Dodgers in four, maybe Gallon dices and eeks out a win, but I don't just see this going more than four. David.
4: Um, I want to say the Dodgers are going to sweep, but at the same time, I feel like Arizona will win one of the games in their home ballpark, which is game three. So I'm going to say Dodgers in four. I feel like one of the Dodgers pitchers will screw up one of the games in Arizona in game three. So Dodgers in three.
0: (laughs) Matt, give us your take. Are you going to go different? Let's shock
1: the world. Let's shock the world. Give me those Diamondbacks in five. Give me the Snakes. Ah! (laughs) It's, 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 It's finally the year. Alright, I'm tired of this Dodgers BS. Give me the Snakes. Give me the Diamondbacks. Give me Phoenix, Arizona. Let's go D-backs.
0: Alright, next series we've got. Nico's going to take it away with your series you want to talk about.
2: Yeah, we got Texas and Baltimore. And at first, I think September, if you told me this was the series, I think I easily go Baltimore. But it seems like Texas has been going on this weird roller coaster where they go up, they went really high coming into the all-star break and just was on a plummet ever since then. But they seem to be like the first half Texas Rangers. If they play like this, I mean, they were the best team in baseball, May, June. If they play like this, I it's a toss-up for me. I think the Orioles, I think they played the best in the regular season. But again, the big question, zero postseason experience at all. I think you have guys like Adley Rushman. We know he's a dog, but what's he going to be like in his first one? Gunnar Henderson, same thing. Santander, is he going to be big? Is he going to maybe fall into the shadows because of the big spot? The big question with the Orioles is they have all this young talent, but how does young talent play in the postseason? They're
0: kind of going to be my World Series pick, so I'm going to ride with Adley. I got the Orioles in five. All right, I will go with the Orioles in four just because I cannot stand Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom getting another celebration for doing absolutely nothing for the Texas Rangers this year. Although watch out, Max Scherzer is threatening to come back and pitch if the Rangers make the ALCS. And yes, that's a threat because we know how Max Scherzer does in his postseason appearances. But David, you're up first. Orioles versus Rangers, your prediction.
4: This is such a tough pick because of the home advantage for the Orioles and the experience that the rangers have. Yep. I feel like this is going to act like the 2017 Yankees versus Cleveland series. Baltimore will win the first two games, Texas will win the next two and then Texas will close out the series. I got Texas in
1: 5.
0: I like it, Matt.
1: We're going with animals tonight. We're going with the birds. Adley Rutschman and the O's. They're going to win the series. They're gonna win the World Series, but we can get onto that later. Give me O's and three.
0: Henry,
3: I just like to quickly say that Max Scherzer has thrown 133 innings to the tune of a 3.58 ERA in the playoffs.
0: That's all with the Nationals, though. How did he last year?
3: He didn't do great last year. But he get
0: shelled by the Padres. Yes. He's
3: more. He's more than one start, Dylan. Um, I'm saying not. He's not a bad playoff performer um
0: I and in five I and in five so we're all Orioles fans here except for a couple Nico I know you just said you want to mention two guys to watch for in this series
2: yeah I think the two biggest guys in the series are going to be one from each I think Adoles Garcia Adoles Garcia has been kind of the leader of this offense other than Corey Seager it's kind of been Corey Seager from the left-handed side Adoles from the right I think Adoles Garcia got to watch for obviously he's a stud we're all going to watch him I think he's kind of the firecracker of this offense. Another guy, again, said him before. I want to see what Anthony Santander does this series. I think if Anthony Santander has a nice playoff, I think that they could be scary. I think everything is going to revolve around him because we expect so much from the young guys. I think Santander being kind of the vet on this this lineup, I think if he breaks through and has a nice series, I think the Orioles are going to be extremely tough to beat throughout the whole
0: postseason. Watch out for, I'll give you a name too. Watch out for Travis Jankowski to have his Dave Roberts moment at some point late in the game to steal a base and end up winning a game for the Texas Rangers in Baltimore. But all right, now we've got the final series to talk about. David, you want to take us in depth about the Minnesota Twins and the Houston Astros?
4: Yes, it's uh, Carlos Correa and the Twins. He's going up against his former team in the Astros, in which he won the World Series with. Uh, It's going to be a really interesting series. The AL Central winners against the AL West winners. The Astros got really lucky to win the AL West because of the last games of the regular season. Of course, um, it's going to be up to the pitching per side because both teams have really good pitching. Uh, Both teams have a good amount of experience. And I really like the closer on the twins of uh, duran he has really been the and the one who really has been the best reliever out of that bullpen he's been throwing over 100 and he got to save in both of those series but uh it's gonna be a, again off to the pitching and the offense on both teams to decide who wins this series all right I uh,
0: like it. yeah give us their give it your as much
4: as, as much as I like that the Twins finally won their first playoff game since iPhones were in, invented and finally won their first playoff series in, over, in nearly 20 years. So congratulations, Minnesota. But you're not beating Houston, especially with them having the home advantage. You'll be lucky to get a win. You're, you're losing this series in four games. I'm sorry. Henry.
0: Houston, four. Nico. I have a plan.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You guys know, like, the
0: bubble soccer things? Yeah.
2: So we put Royce Lewis, whenever he hits the ball, (laughs) in one of those so he doesn't get hurt. Uh And then once we do that, it's twins in five. Royce Lewis, Carlos Correa is going to come back, just be absolutely what he did to torch the Yankees or the Astros. Correa is coming back. Royce Lewis torching the Astros in four. Mm
1: -hmm. Matt. You would never catch me saying anything positive about the Astros, Twins in five. of boy, of
0: boy pot. I really wanted to get on the Twins hype train with you guys. I really did, but I, I I'm rooting for them. I just like, and shout out to our boy as well. Um, shout out to our guy Nash Walker, who we were texting back and forth about after the Twins finally won their game. He's our Twins reporter, but there's something we both noticed after today's game that. We realize it's just not meant to be for the Minnesota Twins, because you know what happened today? This chant happened after the game today. We want
4: Houston!
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, they
2: do. Royce Lewis wants Houston. Royce Lewis wants Houston. Want Houston. Uh, don't Lewis want wants Houston. We, you don't want them! Royce Lewis wants Houston. Royce Lewis is gonna play in the frickin' train tracks. Royce Lewis is gonna make it in a garbage can in the Houston frickin' City Hall. If
4: Carlos Correa's bat wakes up, then maybe they have a chance. Same with a bunch of the other struggling guys. But David, Royce I Lewis was quite a surprise. I will admit no. that. No, he Lewis wasn't. Was I'm perfect. I'm so.
2: Royce Lewis is not a surprise. Royce no, I, Lewis was a 300 hitter. He was the number one draft pick. The only thing is the guy's a freaking twig with his bones, it seems like. Whenever Royce Lewis is on the field, the guy, I'll say it from now, the guy's a top seven shortstop when he's on the field. The guy just can't stay healthy. When he stays healthy, he's a top seven shortstop, no doubt in my mind. The guy rakes. He has all the talent in the world. All he needs to do is stay on the field. I know Correa is that short, so he's probably playing second or third, or whatever he's playing. But Royce Lewis is a stud. He just needs to stay on the field. He's on the field in the field. Yeah.
4: He's yeah. DH because of their fears. Because he can't injury. stay healthy, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really impressed with his swing. I will admit that. Dog. I
3: know, David, I know it. you. I know you said this year that you're no longer a Yankee fan and that you've disowned your <laughs> fandom. <laughs> Clearly, that's made you forget what happens when you chant that. You lose.
2: <laughs> you should be afraid if you chant it. I want Houston Henry. <laughs> I want him. Put me on the bump.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we've got our last thing. We're each going to go around and predict our World Series matchup. And this time I will actually ask you guys for who's going to win. Matt, you get to lead us off.
1: Those Dodgers. Oh, all right. I'm going to say the Dodgers make it.
4: And from the American League, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Rangers. Oh,
0: Nico. Oh, wait. You didn't say who wins.
4: Um, I'm going to say Dodgers and Six. Nico. I'm flip flopping all the way here, but just the gut. We're going with the gut.
2: Phil's Orioles give Castellanos his ring. Oh,
0: Henry
3: but I, I think it's going to be Braves-O's, Braves and Braves six. What I want to happen is give me Phil's twins
0: and let's get
3: let's get Harper a ring.
0: I'm torn because part of me wants to see a 2017 rematch of Dodgers versus Astros. And I know the Astros have had this dynasty building up. It's officially a dynasty at this point. So give them another shot at it. Give the Dodgers, who were the beginning of the Astros dynasty, a shot at potentially ending the dynasty because I think if the Astros lose, this might be Dusty Baker's last year. I believe he's entering his mid to late 70s. So it might finally be time where this core eventually shakes up, although i have already lost Correa and Springer. But give me the Dodgers defeating the Houston Astros in a 2017 rematch to officially end the cheating era and bookmark it with a Dodgers losing to the Astros and then a Dodgers beating the Houston Astros. But, of course, we'll be back by the time you're listening to this episode. It is Thursday, October 5th. Tomorrow we've got a great episode. Nico, James, and I, and Henry hopped on and did our season MVPs at each position. We've got a couple of great interviews coming out in the near future, as well as a couple format changes coming up for the off season that we're excited to tell you guys about real soon. But for Dylan, Nico, Potter, Henry, and David until the next time the side is retired.